Shabbat Shalom, everyone. Welcome back to uh, Parshin Gemara. Uh, we're starting a new Sefer. Uh, we're in Sefer Dvarim, the last Sefer of the Torah. So uh, let's get started. So basically, it starts Dvarim really interesting in that it it's also referred to as Mishneh Torah, the second Torah, where basically Moshe decides to really focus on all of the aspects of the last, I guess, four books of the Torah um, to repeat and stress and emphasize before B'nai Shal goes into Israel. And actually, interestingly, uh, the rabbi here, Rabbi Freundlich, quoted the Ramban, and I never realized this, that that you look at all of Sefer Dvarim, and nowhere does it mention anything, or I I couldn't say this, but if there's anything, very little, but I think nothing is what he said. that the Ramban states that there's no mention of any of the korbanot, any of the the laws regarding to kohanim or or anything in regards to the to the, to the mishkan, that because the things that Moshe focused on were for the entire community. It wasn't f- for a subsect. Now we have an entire book, Sefer Vayikra, dedicated to the mishkan, the korbanot, to all of that, and and this is stuff that Moshe doesn't focus on. He focuses on things that are going to be important in the land. Um, ben Adam Chavero, people to people mitzvot, and and many other things. And, and one of the first things that he discusses in Sefer Dvarim is the concept of a judge. And and you know um, Moshe brings up and says that you know there's how can I bear unaided the trouble of you the burden of burden of bickering? He basically Moshe argues with Hashem and says there's there's just too many people, right? He says, You said, you increased the numbers a thousandfold. You know, it, this is the promise that you gave us. How am I supposed to take care of everyone? It's impossible for him. So Hashem answers and says, yes, let's, let's. So he says, take the heads of the tribes, very smart people and, and knowledgeable people, and put them as heads of, of everyone. Over a thousand over a mil, uh, over meot, hundreds, over fifty, over ten, and shatrim shivtechem, and also um, policemen and things. Okay, so that's great. So we understand this has happened. Something that he brings up, um, we see this with in in, in Yitro when Yitro comes and meets Moshe, and he says, "How can in I think it was in, in, in Sefer Shmot, how can you be sitting all day dealing with every single judgment?" That comes to you, both small claims and and, and Supreme Court type of uh, cases. So they put not just Moshe as the ultimate leader, that the only one that can do anything, but other people that are going to be judges. And from here, and there's so much discussion in, in Halakha about laws of judges, how a, a judge, and Pirkei Ava focuses on this, like being a judge is the scariest position, basically according to the Torah, that someone can take. Because you literally have the fate of someone's life in your hand. Right, and that's not to be taken lightly. And what's interesting is the Gemara f- stresses all the different moral aspects of being a judge. Like, don't f- uh, you know, don't uh, give priority to someone who is rich. If someone is poor against someone who is rich, don't feel bad for the poor just because they're poor. Um, don't let one of the the defend don't let a defendant sit while the prosecutor stands. There's so many halakhot that I'm not focusing on here now, but are, are stressed so much. Don't take bribes when it comes to judges because being a judge 
according to the Torah, is so important. And we see Moshe gives over some of his power, or a lot of his power to people, and that's not to be taken lightly. And, and the Gemara states in Masechet Sanhedrin on this pasuk. So it says in Devarim, so it says, I charged your, your I commanded the, the all of these judges at the time and says, hear out your fellow men and decide justly between any man and a fellow Israelite or a stranger, right? doesn't matter if they're non-Jewish or Jewish, you have to judge favorably. So the Gemara's get into massive discussions about what that means. Then even one idea, you shall not be partial, hear out low and high alike, fear no man for judgments, and any matter that's too difficult for you, bring to me and I will hear it. You have to, as a judge, understand what are your limitations, and if it's too much for you, bring it to myself, bring it to Moshe. Understand that there's a hierarchy that can help you here. And then the Pasuk says, Thus I instructed you at the time, but it says in plural, about the various things that you should do. So I'm going to take two psukim here, Pasuk 16, which I which says, mm-hmm. I commanded the the your your judges about all these things, about being about being righteous, about being just when you're when you're giving a judgment, about not showing favorites. And then the Pasuk ends, and I commanded you. And the Gemara in Masachet Sanhedrin picks up on this clear contradiction. Is the Gemara command is is, is the Torah commanding the judges to be just is the Torah commanding the judges to be moral, or because it says in Pasuk 18, or is it commanding us, the citizens, B'nai Israel, to ensure that this happens? Who's who is it judging? Why does the Torah once use sing, or plural for the judges and then plural for everyone? So Gemara Masechet and I'll just re- read in English, says. It says in Masechet Sanhedrin is discussing all of these laws um, relating to a judge. It says it is written, and I charge your judges at the time, exactly the pasuk in sixteen, right? And is written, and then it says, and I commanded you at that time all the things. So, so the Gemara there's an apparent contradiction between these verses. One indicates God commanded the judges, and the other indicates commands the people. So, which is it? So Rabbi Elazar says, and says in the name of Rab Simlai. So Moshe issued a warning to the community that the awe of the judge must be upon them. And he also issued a warning to the judge that he must bear the burden of the community. And then Gemar, and I'll get to what it ends, but he, there's, there's a difference here. He's warning the community. When it says in Pasuk Yudchad, in Pasuk 18, what, what the Gemar is saying is that you have to be in awe of the judge. You have to have a, 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 a not a, a fear of the sense that this is an unbelievable thing that they are doing. This this fearful job of having someone's fate in your hand is not something to be taken lightly. And I, I would say that this is extrapolated to our rabbis, that the rabbis who lead our communities, the rabbis who make decisions, such significant decisions in people's lives, this should be something that we that we are in awe of, that we respect. You know how how easy it is, is it for us, you know, at the Shabbat table or anywhere to talk about the rabbis and what they're doing wrong and all, all of these things. But it's really something that we have to be in awe of. We have to fear. We have to not fear out of like scaredness, but like, but really understand that 
the rabbi's position, that the leaders in our community, the positions that they are taking are significant. They're ones to be valued. There's ones to talk greatly about as opposed to disposing them, which is so easy. It's such a great conversation, you know, at, at the Shabbat table to just, you know, talk about this person, talk about that person. And because when we focus, when the community focuses and has respect for that, then the judges that we appoint or the judges that take over for us, these are the ones that they will keep to what is happening. Because if they understand if you know how, how hard are the decisions that they're making, but if they also are being bombarded with all these rumors and everything that's happening, they're more likely to make bad decisions. They're more likely to satisfy the community as opposed to leading the community. So we want to choose those people. We want people to be appointed as our leaders who represent, who will be moral, who will take that strong ground. But we also want to support them in a way that they don't feel that they have to make the wrong decision. So it's really on both sides where these, where if, if a judge makes an immoral decision, Yes, they've made that decision. They have to take responsibility. But how has the community impacted the judge over a year, over multiple years, or over the rabbi? Over you know, this is this is something that we have to think because they represent us. So if they're doing something wrong, there must be something within the community that we are also not doing wrong. And I think with the way the Gemara finishes really stresses this point. So the Gemara says, up to what degree must the judge bear this burden? Rabbi Hanan and some say Rabbi Shabtai says says. It is as Moses said that he carried Israel as a nursing father carries the second child. That the that the 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 judges, the leaders, the rabbis in our community care for us as much as a father, a parent cares for their son, for their child. And that's that's who we want to appoint. That's the per type of person. And just like you wouldn't speak lashonara about your father or your mother, just like you wouldn't speak terribly about them and, and, and make it hard for them. So too, it's up to the community to ensure that the people that we are, are supporting us, the people that are leading us, we're making it as easy as possible for them, especially during this time of the nine days when we're, we're focusing on, 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 on our avat chinam as opposed to sinat chinam, to take a second to think about those that are, have you know, chosen to sac- sacrifice so much of their life to lead us in our communities so that they can better us, so that they can connect us more spiritually, and so that they can really lead us to a much more meaningful life. Shabbat shalom.